All right. Greetings and welcome to Just My Opinion. I'm your host, Ken Lambert. Today is Monday, November 8th. On today's show, I'll have some headlines. And of course, I'm going to have my final thoughts of the day. everybody doing okay good we're gonna move right into some headlines okay headline number one infrastructure you know it took uh, up until late in the evening on Friday, but the House finally passed a $1.2 trillion bill uh, for infrastructure. Well, the Democrats uh, couldn't get united around the bill, uh, but uh, 13 uh, Rhino GOP members uh, came to the rescue and saved the bill for President Biden and Nancy Pelosi to the dislike of the the progressive squad and uh, the majority of the Republicans. The bill has uh, funds for physical uh, infrastructure such as roads and bridges and water pipes and broadband internet. But it also has uh, plenty of pork. Uh, This is considered a a win for President Biden. Uh, Even though the larger uh, sister bill uh, has been put on the back burner... Uh, you know, and that's what's got the the squad pissed off. You know, they uh, they feel it's not socialist enough, and the, the real Republicans are pissed off because uh, gave Biden a win. You know, and of course this is uh, sure to cause more infighting in both parties, uh, which would be no big surprise to anybody who in America that then yeah, we've all come accustomed to, uh, um, you know, the political fighting. And hey, what's another trillion dollars uh, from uh, this Congress? You know, it's amazing that the, nobody seems really surprised and or relieved that it's only a trillion dollars. All right, let's move on to headline number two. Stop! Former Hawaii Representative Tulsi Gabber. Gabbard told her uh, fellow Democrats on Friday that uh, to uh, end their uh, open border policy and to stop trying to uh, divide Americans by their color of their skin. Well, Gabbard also uh, said that if you want people to vote for you, stop calling them dogs because dogs are the only ones who can hear dog whistles. Gabbard uh, said that the victory at the gubernatorial race in Virginia was a victory for all Americans, you know, because it rejected the efforts to divide us by race, and it rejected uh, the stripping of parents' rights by deaf leaders. 
Some may remember that Gabbard uh, ran for president in uh, 2020 and uh, took on her fellow Democrats, uh, including uh, Joe Biden, uh, you know, for constantly uh, disregarding what American people want and always thinking that they know everything. You know, this did not make her popular in her own party. However, it did make uh, people who have different political ideas, like me, uh, respect the hell out of her. So uh, keep up the good work, uh, Tulsi. All right, let's uh, move on to headline number three. Blitz on Rogers. Well, the NFL is reportedly pushing back against uh, Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers uh, for being outspoken about uh, the league's uh, vaccine mandate. You know, Rodgers has uh, confirmed that he underwent a homeopathic treatment during the uh, offseason and claims that uh, it would help him uh, protect himself against the, the coronavirus. Well, the NFL has put into place a strict mandate enforcing all players and coaches uh, to get the jab. And uh, Rogers has uh, spoken out publicly against it. Rogers said that the league is wrong and it's not following the science. And Rogers also said that it, he wouldn't let the NFL or anyone else tell him what to put into his body. All right, let's uh, let's move on to uh, our fourth headline: Oil Massacre. Dagan McDowell, a Fox News contributor, said on Friday that uh, Energy Secretary uh, Jennifer Granholm has uh, taken a chainsaw. To one of the, the most popular and uh, valuable industries, and, and not to mention our global security. Granholm uh, laughed in a recent interview when uh, she was asked if she would uh, increase America's uh, oil production. Granholm said that that's hilarious. Uh, the, the, only, the, or the oil is a global market, uh, and it's uh, controlled by OPEC and that she has decided not to increase the oil production. Well, that's what made uh, McDowell fire uh, back that the U.S. Co uh, controlled the prices until you took a chainsaw to the production and uh, handed the power to the nations that hate us, which uh, made uh, the energy secretary <laughs> All right, now for our final headline. Sick girl, sit. Now, there's an old saying that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, apparently it's true because one of the biggest bow wows on uh, TV, Rachel Maddow, is uh, pushing the, the Russia Gate hoax again in spite of uh, the recent uh, fines in the Durham probe. Well, Bow Wow said that on her uh, MSNBC show that uh, John Durham is uh, 
Trump leftover supporter, and uh, his investigation is biased. And then she went on to spew out uh, some of the same old anti-Trump narrative that uh, she has been regurgitating for four years. Uh, She also uh, painted disgraced uh, former FBI uh, agent uh, Peter Strauss uh, as a hero. Mano is just another far-left liberal who who refuses to believe anything uh, good about Donald Trump. And the only thing lower than Maddow is our ratings. All right, that's our headlines for today. And now for my final thoughts of the day. myself all the time why can't politicians learn you know even after uh, policies that they have been trying to push on the American people uh, fail miserably you know they uh, they make up excuses like the other side kept them from uh, making their point to the American people so they keep trying to push these unpopular agendas you know, I've seen this by both major parties. Um, you know, they, they all do it. You know, it's like they're sitting in this uh, giant bubble and, and uh, that keeps them from um, from uh, getting any kind of feedback. Uh, you know, and it goes on for decades and they, and they, and they uh, try to push these losing agendas. You know, and you would think that uh, somebody would be have to be able to penetrate these uh, bubbles. Well, the truth is, is these arrogant politicians uh, just think they know better than uh, the people, and they are, uh, and people who are against their ideas are just stupid, and they don't know what's right. What do you know, Ken? Uh, you're just a high school graduate. Well, this is true, and I've always said that at the end of my show that it's just my opinion. What do I know? Now, as I said here, you know, and I was as I was writing up these final thoughts, you know, it, I, I had to try to keep in mind that it's not about me, and um, and I have no need to try to defend myself against myself. So I'll try to stick to just the facts. Okay, let's look at some of the the recent issues, and then they should make my point. You know, the like the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Now, it doesn't take a West Point graduate or a, a military expert to, to see that our withdrawal from Afghanistan was, well, for lack of a better word, a clusterfuck. You know, first of all, uh, your plan to evacuate as many people uh, out of there as you said you wanted to or that you plan to, well, you don't concede real estate to uh, your enemy. 
you know, especially this real estate that you already control. You don't just give it over to your enemy. You know, and then you don't to pick a, a, a smaller, uh, harder airport to defend over the giant one that you spent a fortune building and you already have control over. You know, and why would you tell your enemy you're outdated? Let alone let them pick it. And, and how stupid do you have to be to let your enemy provide protection and security for your evacuation? You know, and it's probably not a good idea to, to pull the bulk of your soldiers out before the rest of the evacuees. Okay, Ken, what does this have to do with uh, the arrogant politicians in the bubble? Well, it's easy, because after the clusterfuck was over, the powers that be tried to take a victory lap. And uh, to this day, President Biden thinks the, the withdrawal went well. You know, so don't try to give me that uh, matter of perspective crap. You know, I didn't even mention the, the billions of dollars of equipment that we left behind making uh, the Afghan Taliban um, a very well-equipped army. All right, let me see if I can pick her an easier example. All right, uh, how about, um, oh, how about the governor's race in Virginia? You know, uh a hardly known Republican beats a former Democratic uh, governor of the state, you know, and uh, the the state was normally a very blue state, and the Republican wins by three points. You know, some think that it was uh, more than three points, but I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. You know, uh, Yunkin, uh, the Republican, runs a campaign where he's listening to the people and sticking to the issues uh, that were concerning the people, you know, like critical race in the schools and inflation and the visionist. You know, of course, McAuliffe, the Democrat, he runs a campaign where he spent most of his time trying to link his opponent to Donald Trump. You know, and then in the end, uh, a very blue state elects a conservative Republican. And how blue, you ask? Well, Biden uh, took the state uh, in 2020 by 10 points. And now here's how it fixed our topic. You know, since the election, the mainstream media and the Democrats have resorted to calling people of this normally blue state that Biden won by 10 points racist. You know, well, they can't admit that they don't have good ideas or that Biden is doing a lousy job. After all, they brought in all their big guns like Biden and Obama to campaign for McAuliffe, and he still lost. It certainly couldn't be that the people don't like the Democratic Party that is in control right now or that they don't think that they're, uh, they're doing good for the country. You know, there's no way that real Democrats would be against this giant leap to the left 
into socialism. Now, these normally moderate Democrats of Virginia are now out-of-the-closet, Trump-loving racists. You know, the, the, the lesson from this election is really very simple. You know, the, the majority of the American people are rejecting this, this constant barrage of both parties. Uh, they're, 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 uh, they're always pushing hate and divisionness. And yes, even my uh, Trump-loving friends, uh, they need to take heed. As much as many Americans like Donald Trump and his policies and what he did for the country, his words were very divisive, and the majority of Americans don't like that. You know, Americans like to be able to agree to disagree, you know, especially on policy. But they want their leaders to go out there and find a way to be inclusive to all and people and not be this beacon of hate. And one thing that we insist on from our representatives is that they learn from their mistakes and they stop thinking that they know what's best for everyone. But hey, that's just my opinion. What do I know? Until next time, I'm Ken Lambert. You might